What's up, my fellow history nerds, and welcome back to Adult History. This week, I'm coming to you from a little bit of a new setup. Before, I was recording on the floor of my closet, and now I'm recording on a bench in my closet. It's a little bit more comfortable, so hopefully we can get through this. As always, I'm super excited to share my love of history in a new and entertaining way. This podcast is going to cover a few of the things you've learned in history class, but a lot of the things you didn't. I'm Christiane, and this is Adult History. lesson is full of sex, scandal, and murder. The Roman emperor known as Caligula had a reputation that could make anyone cringe. But before we get into the juicy details, let's prepare a drink. Our historically themed cocktail for this evening is called Caligula's Favorite Horse, and you'll find out why and the meaning of this later in the podcast. This recipe did call for a raw egg yolk, but I chose to leave that out. You can add it if you want. Now let's make this drink. You'll need 12 ounces of your favorite whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, three quarters of an ounce of fresh lemon juice, and some ground cinnamon. Add ice to a glass and your shaker. Mix all the ingredients in the shaker. Shake, pour, and enjoy. All right, history nerds, let's get started. Now, how to begin this controversial story? I guess we should start with the early life of Caligula before we get into all the orgies, murder, and torture. Born with the name Gaius Julius Caesar, after his famous relative, he was born to Germanicus and his second cousin Agrippina, who was the granddaughter of Augustus. Caligula was born on the 31st of August, 12 AD. Yeah, that's a very long time ago. He was the third of six children who actually survived to adulthood. Caligula's father was a well-known general in the Roman army, and Caligula would often accompany his father on military campaigns across the lands. He would have been as young as two or three years old when he started joining his father, which I can't even imagine. Caligula would even get dressed up in a miniature soldier's outfit. And the other soldiers adored him. Obviously, he looked super cute in his tiny little outfit. And this is where the name Caligula came from. It means little soldier's boot, referring to his tiny little boots that went along with his uniform, which, in my opinion, look more like high-top sandals. It was later said that Caligula would grow to hate this nickname, but nevertheless, it stuck. Germanicus was said to have been poisoned and died in Syria as a result of Tiberius, the second Roman emperor, and well, the current Roman emperor. He viewed him as a political rival. Seems to be a theme in government even today. You're a threat? Cool. I'll just get rid of you by any means necessary. Tiberius then sent Caligula's mother and older brother Nero into exile, and Caligula had to go live with his great-grandmother. 
And, well, she was old, so after her death, he spent years being passed around from family member to family member, all while hearing that his brother Nero starved to death in exile and watching his other brother be in prison for being a threat to Tiberius. Caligula and his sisters were basically just prisoners of Tiberius at this point. Let's take a quick break. Now back to the lesson. In 31 AD, Tiberius chose to take Caligula under his control and force him to come live in the capital. While living with Tiberius, Caligula's life was plagued by constant fear and anxiety. He knew that his bloodline was a threat to Tiberius, and after watching his mother and siblings die at the hand of the emperor, he knew, at any moment, he could be next. And that is exactly what Tiberius wanted. He wanted Caligula to continue to become more evil and angry and dangerous. Caligula was set to be a good actor, however, and was able to hold in his hate for Tiberius in order to remain alive and on his good side. There were rumors that Caligula had planned to stab Tiberius as revenge for his mother and brother's deaths, but that he couldn't go through with it in the end. Tiberius gave Caligula a public official position in the government. Caligula also married Junia Claudia in 33 AD, but she died the following year in childbirth. Just one more painful event that led to the hardening of Caligula. Tiberius died in March of 37 AD, and Caligula, as well as Tiberius's grandson, were named as joint heirs. Caligula would enter the streets of Rome to take his place as emperor, and the streets were lined with people cheering their approval and love for the young Roman. They thought anyone was better than the ruthless Tiberius, and with Caligula being the son of the beloved Germanicus, they had the highest of hopes for their new leader. Caligula is described as, quote, the first emperor who was admired by everyone in all the world from the rising and the setting of the sun. Three months of public celebration followed, which also included the sacrificing of over 160,000 animals as tribute, which, what a lovely tribute. The first six months of Caligula's reign were great. He set out to undo a lot of damage done by Tiberius. Caligula stopped treason trials and called everyone who had been exiled back to Rome. The people were giddy with joy and admiration for their new ruler. He had spent so many years in constant fear of being killed by Tiberius that his freedom and now complete rule was overwhelming to say the least. But what started out so well would soon turn to the dark side. Yeah, just like Star Wars. Caligula became very ill shortly into his reign. Many believed he had been poisoned, but would eventually recover. However, this marked the turning point in the attitude and kindness left in Caligula. He became spiteful and murderous. He began sending those close to him to exile, even worse, executing them as soon as he began to see them as threats. Caligula exiled two of his own sisters and even executed his own adopted son. Anyone who posed a threat to his power, he got rid of and thus repeating the acts of the hateful emperor before him. Caligula did set out to change the government and how it handled public affairs. He brought back democratic elections, but he simultaneously was being accused of not holding fair trials and simply executing whoever he wanted. So, not really a great look. We'll be right back. Now back to the lesson. Caligula was known for his extravagant parties and social affairs. It is said that his spending was out of control and began to put the Roman Empire in economic despair. He would hold elaborate parties where the wine and alcohol never stopped flowing and sex would be the main event. Caligula was said to have forced other men's wives to sleep with him and he was rumored to take part in very controversial sex acts. 
If you've seen the movie Caligulo, which is extremely disturbing for a number of reasons, you have an idea of what it was like under his reign. However, much like most of Hollywood stories, it was very embellished. Also, I don't recommend watching this movie with guests over, so yeah. Caligula became drunk with power and began to refer to himself as a god. He wanted to have a huge statue of himself erected in the Temple of Jerusalem so that citizens could pray to him. One story goes that he ordered his soldier to throw an entire group of spectators into the ring of the Colosseum to be attacked and consumed by wild animals. He was apparently bored and had run out of prisoners, so yeah, that seems like a fair choice. Caligula also loved his horse, Incatitis. The ruler did not trust anyone around him, but he had complete trust in his steed. He loved this horse so much that he built Incatitis his own house, which included a marble stall and an ivory manger. It is even said that he wanted to give Incatitis a real position as co-ruler. He did this to insult those who held power in the Senate. Essentially, he was saying, even a horse could do a better job than you. He began to fight against the Senate, and love and support for Caligula would start to diminish. He was looked at as a crazed, sex-hungry ruler who had no cares for the people at all. Caligula hated the Senate and the noblemen, and as a result, they began to conspire against him. They planned to rid themselves of his evil once and for all. It all came to a head when Caligula decided he was going to move to Egypt, where he could rule from afar, yet be worshipped as the god he was. This infuriated the Senate because this would leave them powerless against the emperor and his crazy power-hungry schemes. He would just be hanging out in Egypt with no one to tell him no. This led to Caligula's assassination in 41 AD. One of Caligula's soldiers, known as Cassius, had spent much time being called derogatory names by the emperor and, well, being his whipping post. Cassius conspired with two other men to kill Caligula in a manner that mirrored the death of Julius Caesar. He was stabbed 30 times, and by the time his guards arrived, he was already dead. Cassius and the other conspirators tried to justify and use Caligula's death to promote the power of the Senate. The people, however, were still tied to the idea of a monarchy. Now, this is where things get sort of confusing. Those who recorded the events of Caligula's life and death tried to paint him as the insane murderer and ruler, spreading the stories of his blood and sex-hungry behaviors to tarnish his reputation and justify his assassination. So, all these terrible stories of Caligula sleeping with his own sister and participating in holding numerous orgies as well as murdering whoever he wanted whenever he felt like it, well, there might not be as much truth to them as we thought. I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. These stories and the awful reputation of Caligula could be chalked up to military propaganda in order to make his successor seem more just and better at ruling. I believe a lot of the stories told about Caligula were embellished to make them seem much worse. However, I do believe he was an overindulgent and somewhat evil man. But it is up to you to do your own research and come to your own conclusion about the man we know as Caligula. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode on the brutal murderer, Delphine LaLaurie, and her infamous torture mansion in New Orleans. Today's lesson was written and edited by Christiane, and all music for this podcast was created by Corey Miller. You can also find today's lesson sources on our Facebook page, at Adult History.